0: Hey guys, hope everybody's doing good, and um, apologies for, you know, lack of podcasting. I'm not even sure that when I try to upload this one, um, that it'll upload, um, the Wi-Fi in the apartment up here in Font-Romeau, it's not great. Um, I'm sure most people have seen, um, you know, whether it's online looking at training or... Um, like Instagram and stuff that I'm that I'm up in Fontremo. It was a nice look. It, it, it was a pretty quick turnaround. I thought about altitude. Um, I had had little bits of work that I had to get finished off back in um, UK and you know, that sort of got sorted. And then I think it was last Saturday, I was supposed to, well, Saturday before, um, sort of like 10 days ago, I was supposed to, well, I was trying to organize going to St. Moritz. And then um, I called up Andy Butchart to ask um, if he, he had been thinking about altitude, you know, he hadn't really firmly decided. So I called him up and he said, yes, he was booked for the Monday and you know, I looked up flights pretty much there and then when we were on the phone and, and you know, it got sorted for like two days later, um, Saturday. Yeah, pretty much like two days later. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, I think that, like, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but that's, that's pretty much how I work most efficiently where, you know, like you, you ask simple questions. Are you going to altitude? Yes. Is there going to be some physio support? Yes. Okay. I'm coming. Um and then I just book and, and go. And then like that usually then transfers into, you know, better training, better lifestyle, um, more focus, things like this. And and those are the kind of things like when you come to altitude, you you're usually surrounded by plenty of other runners that have decided to go to altitude to train and, and invest money and and basically to get fit. Um you know, not many people come to altitude to mess around or, you know, kind of train, kind of not train, et cetera, et cetera. It's usually people have gone to altitude to put in work. Um, and so the first week here was actually really tough. Um, you know, if I look back at training over lockdown, like it's it's just not, you know, it's not been the way I would normally train. I, like I, for a long, long time, I've just sat up and, 90-95 mile a week and I would usually race a marathon, have a week easy, and then pretty much jump straight back into training and um, you know, pick pick another goal, whether it's a 10K, whether it's another marathon, and, and training, usually the focus just went straight back up. Whereas lockdown there was like four months of very you know, I thought at the time it was not too bad training, but then like, you know, like I come here and you know, pretty much from day one we're we're like pushing things on a little bit again and like the speed of runs have increased. um, The speed of sessions have definitely increased, you know, so like it's just training with company helps a lot. So like, you know, I was I was doing most of my running back in Belfast by myself, but I'd have been running at like seven minute mile pace, 710, 720. Um, and then I'd have been doing sessions by myself and doing them doing them at a very controlled pace that I knew I could sustain and I knew I could handle comfortably. Um, so when you come here and, you know, you're running with a, a bunch of guys or a group of guys or, you know, last Wednesday you're running with like Bashir Abdi who runs like 2.0, I think it's 2.04 for the marathon or 2.05. He ran that at Tokyo. And then, you know, like Mo Farah and Andy Bochart who, anyone that doesn't know, well, people will, should know Buchi because I did a Q&A with him on the podcast um, I think it was last year. Um, you know you're you're running with really, real top talent. That um, and then like it's just the speed of runs is just faster. So it might be like five fifty pace, six minutes, um, just for a Wednesday twelve mile run. Um, and then even like like Butchie's quite aggressive. So, um, when we did the session, like it doesn't surprise me. Like this is this is how you run like 1306 maybe it is that's Butchie's ran or 1308, you know, it's just, like, Butchie would admit right now that he's not as fit as he would normally be, he knows that, he's been rehabbing back from an injury, and, you know, obviously lockdown, and, but more probably the injury than lockdown, um, but, you know, like, we, we, we do a fart leg like last Thursday, first session, and, you know, straight off the gate, like, you know, the first rep was three minutes, obviously, and, like, I was like, fuck, you know, I, I, like, I pretty much got dropped immediately, because we're running, like, I think we went through the K, and, like, 248, 249, and, like, we're obviously at altitude, and now it was a bit downhill, but I don't, well, it kind of went downhill, and then round the corner, but, like, I just don't attack a heart leg like that, you know, like, I'd be very calculated, where I'd be, like, Okay, I want all the three-minute reps around 450 pace. I want all the two-minute reps around 440 pace. I want all the minute reps around 430 pace. So just straight off the, the like you know fucking call it whatever you want. Like we say, let's go. And you know I'm all of a sudden I look down at my watch and I'm running 428 pace, which is quicker than what I probably would normally do the minute rep and I'm doing that in the three-minute rep. It was just good. It was really like I remember having a conversation with. So we, sorry, I'll, I'll, we finished the session, like, you know, we, like, I, once that first rep was done, I kind of was like, right, shit, first session altitude, like, be not, this is by, like, I say, I say I chose or decided, I, I had to back off a little bit, and so I kind of ran it the way I would normally run a fartlek, where rather than, like, really smashing the reps, I I backed off to, like, 4.40 for the two minutes, and, and then, like, maybe, like, 4.30 for the minute, but then I sort of kept the recovery, a little bit more honest than like just jogging um so sometimes it all kind of evens itself out but that's that wasn't really by choice it was just that's the way my body can run fartleks like that's my skill set is to be able to keep the recovery quite active whereas other people are good at just like jogging really slow on the on the easy parts and then fucking smashing the reps and my body does not appreciate that um so that was that was fine um and then we um had a like a couple of couple of runs Friday um and then Saturday we did some quicker stuff. So I, I, I've been torn because um you know obviously I'm entered in London Marathon and the reason I came to Altitude was was just to just to put in work, just to just to get fit. Um I'm torn because like I come to somewhere like altitude and, and I sort of like see, I see my weaknesses and I see like sometimes like how unfit I am or um, just places of, or areas that I can sort of like work on. And, and so I was running like, well, like 50 to 65 mile a week, some weeks like 70, um, you know, and I, I, I counted the bike, you know, I, I sort of like when I worked out like my average training over lockdown, I like used... I think I, I think for every hour of cycling, I called it like five miles or something like that, or like four. I, I was really like really generous where if I ran, if I cycled like 10 hours in a week, and that might have been like some of those hours pretty, pretty hard because of the Zwift racing and stuff. I probably like said those 10 hours a week was the equivalent to like 30 mile. Um, and so like my actual running volume was like 45 to 65 mile a week, some weeks 70. Uh, You know, I looked at the last four weeks in particular and it's like 55, 60, 55, 67 or something like that. Um, And so last week was 87, which is obviously quite a big increase. And then you've added hurdle drills and gym stuff. You're just pretty much back to full training and it really like fucked my body up. Like my body, my body's really tired right now. Um, But it's kind of like a really good tired because like altitude reminds me like i booked 4 weeks and it was like right go get 4 weeks done and, and you know try to get fit and things like this and and then like then i come up here and then i'm kind of like like well what are you rushing back for like well why are you like why are you what well, you're up at altitude you know it's nice weather you're really focused you can train well. Like, well what's the rush where are you rushing to are you rushing to go back and just you know, sit in Belfast and do the same thing there. Um, so that's why, like, once I get here, then I, like, decided to extend the altitude to ride up to, like, the London Marathon. And this is where I'm torn, because obviously I'm entered in London Marathon, and I'm running London Marathon, racing London Marathon, but I'm torn because, you know, I feel... I, I feel like it's too early to cash in. You know, like, you should train for, like, 10K half marathon, And then when you when you kind of like squeeze as much as you can out of that sort of training, then you should like move to the marathon stuff. And once you cash in, like once you decide, okay, that's enough 10K stuff, it's very hard to then keep pushing the 10K fitness forward once you start bringing in the marathon stuff. The marathon stuff, in my opinion, extends the 10K. So you're good up to 10K even up to a half marathon but then what you're trying to do is you're trying to extend the fitness that you have so that you could sustain a good speed over the whole marathon um so yeah like i'm gonna have to figure out with the weeks i've got left which is like nine how i how i use those weeks like do i jump into marathon training and that decision kind of needs to be made pretty soon um But so Saturday, we did 200s on the track and some hills. And again, this is where like, fuck me, like, we we didn't really talk about the speed of the 200s. I mean, I, in my head, I just kind of assumed we're doing 200 meter reps. Most people do 200 meter reps at like 2930, you know, you're doing 10 of them. And then you've got 10 times 42nd hills. So I'm thinking like, I'm thinking like we start at like 30-31 and then work it down. And as I'm warming up, you know, I knew Mo was joining in Bashir. Um, Mo's putting his spikes on and I'm just thinking, we're not running 30-31. <laughs> Mo Fire does not put spikes on to run 30-31. So first rep goes 28. I was like, wow, like awesome. (laughs) And they just got faster. It was fucking crazy. Um, You know, second rep, I think, no, second rep might have been like 29. I think it went backwards, but she slowed it down a bit. And then third rep was like 27, 27 for the fourth. I took this fifth rep. And by this point, Mo had explained that round the bend, single file. You know, Mo talked about single file. And then I was like, hang on. You talked about single file, and then when we got in the home straight, like, everybody moved out to be, like, all of a sudden I was the only person in single file out the back, and everybody else was, like, three across racing. Hang on. And basically the rules were single file run the bend, and then in the home straight, you could, if you wanted to mess around, you could mess around. So I led the fifth rep, and at about probably like 120 to go, I kind of like put in a pretty decent surge, and that kind of like, I think I ended up running like 26.9, which for me was really fast, I was really happy, but I felt my hip flexor kind of like go, so the rest of the reps I couldn't really enjoy, because even though I was still running like 27, I couldn't, I couldn't do what they were doing, which was like getting in the home straight, and like picking the piece up, maybe it was 60 to go, or 80 to go, or, um, And I was really worried about my hip flexor. And this is the problem. Like when you haven't been doing your gym stuff, your yoga, your body's very vulnerable. And you have to be very, very careful. You kind of, you earn good training. Good training is earned. Good training is earned by doing the hurdle drills, by doing the yoga, by doing the S&C. You earn almost like the right to train hard. And if you, if you're not doing those things, you should not be fucking training hard. It's it's that simple because that's when the body's vulnerable and you're asking it to do things that it's not prepared or, or capable of doing at that moment. So I, I think that's the, we did 10 200s off a of 200 jog. The slowest one was the 29 in the second rep. The fastest for me was the 26 9 in my rep, but I think the boys probably ran like 25 um and a few twenty-sixes that I didn't that I just wasn't capable of. I was just coming down the home straight, like maybe twenty meters behind, but still running like twenty-seven five, twenty-seven seven. Um so then we went and did hills, so we jogged up, did ten times forty second hills, and I was way, way better at hills um than I was at the two hundreds. Like all of a sudden the pace was slowed down and you know it just came back to that like strength element again and That's where, like, I am quite strong and I do recover quite well. So I was able to kind of, like, push on in the hills a little bit. Um, And then Sunday long run was just fucking fierce. Um, Like, again, I have been doing long runs, but I've been doing, like, definitely, like, long, slow runs. You know, like, like well over seven-minute mile and, like, maybe only averaging, like, 7.45. And, you know, like, mile one of the long runs, probably, like, 6.30 mile twos like 550 and all of a sudden you're you're running like 540 by the time you're at mile four or five and I will build the long run like the long run something that will probably build about 20 24 miles maybe but I usually do 24 miles about three weeks before the marathon um one thing you kind of have to be careful of is like you know like we were running myself Ben Connor Bashir Abdi and Mo and this is like we're getting to like mile 12, mile 13 and you know, like the pace is like, at this point we might have been running like 520 something pace. Um and you just have to be careful. Like, like Ben Connor was doing 24 miles and he was, he was chilling. Like I could tell he was, he's a lot fitter than what I would be right now. So like he, he looked comfortable and he's like cruising up the hills pretty easily. Whereas like I was struggling, like trying to just hold on, but But I knew I was only doing 15 miles, so like it was kind of okay to like hurt a bit and push a bit. But I think once you get to like, when you're doing like 20 miles plus and you're this far out from a marathon, you just have to be careful that you're not overdoing it. And like, I, I've kind of just, I've often just got away with being not as fit and then gradually getting fitter. And then three weeks before, Maybe doing like a really good long run and thinking, nice, I'm ready, and then shutting it down again. But that said, I've never ran 207, 208. So I maybe, maybe to run 207, 208, you need to be doing this sort of stuff this early. Um, so yeah, it was pretty fierce. I think we averaged like five forty, but like it was, it, it, it hurt me quite a lot. Not like, not like loads, but I was, I was definitely working. Um, but that's a good, it's a good. It's kind of like a good working, I suppose you could say, um, rather than like, oh my God, I really overdid it. Um, but anyway, I, do, I I honestly don't really care if I overdo it because like, it's like London Marathon is like a free opportunity to go and try to run well. And I'm like, my my motto is kind of like the, you know, like the Conor McGregor, like, we're not here to take part. Like, I didn't come up this mountain to tree in to, you know show up to London to, to take part to be like a participant like and also run. Um, I see it as like I have I think it's 67 days total up the mountain and I'm just trying to gain from every day gain something. Um, and that way like by the time it gets to you know like Saturday is not a marathon session like 10 to hundreds and ten hills but it did improve my speed. And it does tell me that if you can run 26, 27 for 200, you know, you, you're fast enough for the marathon. Um, so as long as I'm gaining something, like it might, it, it will eventually turn to very specific marathon stuff, which means we're gaining specifically for the marathon. But you know, for now I'm just okay with just a good training day. Um, and, and like pushing things forward, you could say. So, you know, that's where it's at. Um, I'm I'm happy with where it's at. Like, I I just want I just hope my body handle like handles what I'm throwing at it. But again, that that comes with you know, if in three weeks my body shuts itself down and there's injuries and things like that, well then you know I'll probably come off the mountain and be like, well, we set that up to be a good a good opportunity to drop into London two days before and race really well, but your body wasn't able to handle the training right now. Why not figure out. You know, what could I've done differently in the future? Um, but I think at some point you just have to stop. Like, what's the point of me going to London and running, you know, to 1130 or to, to 1230? Like at some point you have to be almost willing to, to change and to push and, um, like change something that if I could handle another nine weeks like last week, then I'd be fucking fierce at London. I'd be really good. Um, what tends to happen is you you get you get afraid, you get scared. You you want everything to be comfortable. You you want to make sure you stay healthy and things like this, which is important. But being healthy and not being in shape to race well, like what I'm almost like, what's better? Is it better to give it a go and risk being unhealthy and then not being able to race or? not give it a go but show up to the race healthy but not fit enough to do anything of consequence um yeah you know, i i took i don't know the answer um you know yes i showed up to do high healthy and and well apart from my tooth infection but you know my body was healthy but like but i couldn't race i wasn't competitive um so you know you have to sort of weigh those things up and it could be more miles it could be um, faster miles, it could be harder training, it could be more gym. You have to just add in things that are going to give value. And so, like, you're probably going to find this week I'm going to step. You know, last week was 87. This week will definitely be over 100, if if my body's okay, of course. Um, but yeah, it's time to just kind of push on. Like, if I can run slightly over 100 miles a week for the next. Pretty much seven weeks, I would say, while I'm up here. Like the next 50 days, if I can put in a really solid 50 days, you might find once you start to taper, things really come together nicely. Um, And then we're just relying on races unfolding and and happening in the process. Um, I was told that I can't do the Irish Championships because um, if you fly in um, two weeks, you have to be in Ireland or the UK two weeks before. And, you know, I'm not leaving altitude. Um, so I, I would fly in and race, which would mean I'd fly, like, Barcelona to Dublin on the Friday, race Saturday, and then leave on the Sunday. I would have been happy to do that. But I'm not wasting, uh, you know, this has cost quite a bit of money to come to altitude. And I'm not going to, like, fly away two weeks before when there's no benefit of altitude, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, It is important to me to sort of, like, defend... A title that i've won two years in a row and this would be three but not at not in the scheme of things when it comes to like olympics and fast times over the marathon like they take they take the sort of higher ground every time um so look that's all and um, it's been a great camp it's so fun having company like butchie is here and and one of his friends called jamie Crow, um a, a really good scottish runner um and it's just really nice to have company and, and have like a bit of crack and banter and, um take the piss out of each other a little bit. Like that's been fun rather than, you know, just being at home by myself Um not totally by myself. That's fucking stupid. But I wasn't always by myself, but um, it's just nice having that daily kind of like, like banter again, which is what I would usually get up and flag with like Haas and the guys up there. So um, it's kind of nice to be back there. Um, and then it's also nice to be like a bit more focused and, like the training, looking like it's sort of gonna to start to go in a good direction. Um, but yeah, look, this week I think more of the same couple of sessions. Hopefully, I'll be able to link in with Jamie and Butchie. Um, but I do need to be wary of like while I, while I'm doing like ten two hundreds and ten hills, like <laughs> and like fifteen miles on a Sunday. Like I I think Ben Connor did like two times six miles. Like tempo or marathon stuff and then 24 miles so like I'm wary of like fuck it is only nine weeks to go and other people are already up over 20 miles and but you do have to do this is really important where it's like like the phrase you do you you know like I can't go from 56 60 miles a week to full marathon training and like also it doesn't mean that that would work best for me because I genuinely believe that if I spend Two to three weeks, like trying to like get back to basics and and trying to like improve the fitness over ten k, that that's then going to have a big impact when I start the marathon stuff. Rather than starting the marathon stuff now when I'm kind of vulnerable and I might struggle because I am a bit vulnerable right now and I genuinely might struggle with the marathon stuff. So I think it's better to push push the ten k stuff forward and and then hopefully when I do start the marathon stuff, I, I just handle it better. Um, and so that's where you have to know, know where you're at, where your body's at, and then work with it, rather than trying to force, force something to happen just because there's X amount of weeks to go. Um, Alright guys, hope everybody's good. Um, take care, thanks for listening.